to the breach. Okay. So. Yeah. What? Is that such a great? Uh, it just trips right off the tongue. Okay. We're going to listen to him give this. Now, we had already heard the chorus say it. So now this time, I'm going to let him say it again. I want you to think of the, the Jesus overlay, which is pretty sweet, right? you got to hear him say, so many horrid ghosts. Oh, now, who will behold the, think Jesus. The royal captain of this ruined band. Picture him walking from watch to watch, from tent to tent. Let let him cry what over Jesus? Praise and glory on Jesus' head. Yeah, that fits, doesn't it? Let him pray praise and glory on his head. For forth he goes and visits all his host and bids them good morrow with a modest smile and calls us brothers, friends, right? I love it. He says, you are now my friends, right? And then I love the countrymen, that's Ephesians, where we are now the citizens of heaven, the kingdom. So all those fit so beautifully. Upon his royal face, is there any fear on Jesus' face? Even before he goes to the cross, there's pain, but not fear. I love that. Upon his face, there is not, right, no note of dread how big the army hath enrounded him. Nor does he dedicate one jot of color under the weary and all-watched night. How interesting, the night before the big battle of the cross, all the disciples were falling asleep, right? But did Jesus? Nope. He didn't fall asleep. He's ready. But freshly looks and or bears a taint with cheerful semblance. I love this. And sweet majesty it's just so good sweet majesty that every wretch every wretch that saved a what like me a wretch like me amazing grace that every wretch pining and pale before beholding him that's what chapel was talking about today you behold him and encounter with him and we can pluck comfort from that gaze from the king. A largesse universal. How big? Like for everyone. And I love this. Like the sun, which is there's our pun, S-O-N. Eh? Oh, eh? So King Henry, like the sun. Which sun? His liberal eye doth give to everyone. His liberal eye. Light for who? Light and love and encouragement for who? Everyone. Thawing cold fear that mean and gentle all behold, as many unworthiness define, a little touch of Harry, a little touch of Jesus, a little touch of the king in the night. And that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Thank you, Shakespeare for letting us see how a king like King Henry can be like Christ in, in that way. And also it gives us a sense of what Christ is like. I love that whole concept. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. That's <laughs> so good. Henry's going to disguise himself like a commoner and encourage each of the troops in their own way. It's really cool, right? 
I think about that. Jesus going around and encouraging the woman caught in adultery. Or Nicodemus. Or Mary and Martha. Or Peter. Like, or Thomas. Just a little touch here. Everybody in their own little way getting encouraged before they go off into the big battle. Before we go off into the big battle. Because remember, we are at war. Right? Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Thoughts, questions, comments? Pretty sweet. These are some really rich lines. We could spend so much time looking at the literary devices. Hopefully you found some of them in here. Um, it's great. Shall we watch? We'll watch this one more time, and then I'm just going to let it roll. Okay. Presenteth them unto the gazing room. Got it, sorry. Yeah, all right. Well, square. Oh, yeah. It's worth it. Well, that's what Shakespeare's doing, right? We all expect it, but no, he's like, wait, wait, wait. Night before. We gotta do the night before. A little different camp than the French. soft pillow for that good white head were better than a churlish turf of France. Not so, my liege. This lodging likes me better, since I may say, now lie I like a king. <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea what's going on with this. Although, did you catch the pun? Mm -hmm. The king is going to lay down in the grass. But what did he just say? If I do that, then I can say that I am lying like a king. Because maybe he's just a big, fat, liar, bad <coughs> king. Oh, ah, oh, 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 it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Lend me my cloaks, Thomas. <laughs> Brothers, both commend me to the princes in our camp. Do my good morrow to them, and anon desire them all to my pavilion. We shall, my liege. Shall I attend your grace? No, my good knight. I and my bosom must debate a while, and then I would no other company. The Lord in heaven bless thee, noble Harry. Okay, I gotta do it at some point. It's hard to go bad king right now because he's looking pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> he's looking. He's, what was that? That's true. There you go. There you go. I gotta find something, right? So it's hard to go bad king, but if you wanted to still maintain. I mean, this is going to be the counter-argument for Good King. Like, hey, look what he did, you know. But what could you do here to still maintain he's selfish king? 
Why is he going to encourage everybody? Yeah, he doesn't want to lose. He's like, hey, guys, come on, let's go, let's go. So it's like, man, shoot, it's going to be a long night. I got to pump everybody up. You know, so it could just be because he doesn't want to lose, right? And you could throw that out there. Not the greatest argument, but there you go. God have mercy, old heart. Thou speakest cheerfully. A friend. It's Gasant and Ape. Art thou officer? Or art thou base, common, and popular? I am a gentleman of a company. Trainest thou the piss on Pike? Even so. What are you? As good a gentleman as the Emperor. Ah, then you are a better than the king. The king's a bullcock and a heart of gold. A lad of life, an imp of fame, of parents good, of fist most valiant. I kiss his dirty shoe, and from heartstring I love the lovely bullet. Uh, it's a tender moment, actually, on some level. Who's he talking about? He's talking about Henry. He loves him, but he's a lovely bully. He's a bawkark with a heart of gold. Like, like he's, he's what? Total jerk, but I love him. Well, what just happened a few hours ago? He hung his friend. He hung his friend. <laughs> you know, like it's hard because he's the king. He understands it. It makes sense. Hey, phone. Turn it off. Alright. Um, but I think it's interesting to consider here that we're getting both sides, aren't we? I've been talking good king, bad king the whole time. And who gets it? Yeah, pistol. He gets it. <laughs> right? He's he's both. He's all of the above. Right? I love what King Henry says here. What's your name? Harry Leroy. What's Leroy mean? Yeah. So there you go. What is thy name? Harry Leroy. Leroy? <laughs> uh, a Cornish thing. Oh, no, I am a Welshman. Now, as thou fluel then? Aye. Tell him I'll knock his leek about his pate upon St. David's Day. Well, do not you wear your dagger in your cap that day, lest he knock that about yours. Art thou his friend? And his kinsman, too. The figure of the D then. <laughs> I love he's like, oh, thanks. What did he just do? Yeah, F you, right? If you want to look at that, right? So it's like, you like Flewellen? Fine, F you. <laughs> right? Like, okay. I love what King Henry says. He's like, oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. God be with you. <laughs> you know? Right? But it's interesting. Look how he's encouraging his friend Pistol. Pistol's buddy just got hung. He's overwhelmed. And Henry lets him vent. Does he take it personally? No, does he try to defend himself? No, he just lets him vent, right? By the way, we've got a little Twelfth Night going on here. All this Fifth King stuff coming out now. I know, it's tricky. He's disguised like who? A common 
Yeah, Vi well, he is, but like Twelfth Night Connection, Viola, uh, Cesario, Disguise, we got some more Disguise going on. So. Um, when he says he kisses his dirty shoe, anybody catch that biblical connection? Luke 7.45, the woman who kisses Jesus' feet, the king's feet, washes his feet with her hair. Pretty cool. Yeah. My name is Pistol Cold. <laughs> it sorts well with your fists. <laughs> He's like, that's <"Yeah>, fine. <laughs> Captain Fluent. 210, page 210. Oh, speak lower. If you would take the pains but to examine the walls of Pompey the Great, you shall find, I warrant you, that there is no tittle-tattle nor pitbull-tattle in Pompey's camp. <laughs> what a great line! the enemy is allowed to hear him or not. <laughs> if the enemy is an ass, and a fool, and a prating coxcomb, so is it indeed things that we should also look you be an ass, and a fool, and a prating coxcomb? In your conscience, now. I will speak lower. I pray you and beseech you that you will. That's some great lines in there. But even just that one. Hey, if the enemy's an ass, do we have to act like an ass? No, it's just kind of interesting what is going on here. I mean, that's, that's actually a biblical principle of you, just because they're being a bully, do you need to bully them back? <laughs> just because they're being idiots, do you need to be an idiot back? Just because they're violent, do you have to be violent? No, you get to decide how you're going to behave. You're not going to let the enemy control you, right? So that's kind of cool. Speak lower. Usually people kind of make fun of that one by having them get low versus quieter. What's that? Anybody know what that's called? Yeah, it's the last rites, right? Nice. Last rites. Because what might happen tomorrow? You might die. Make sure you got yourself clean. Make sure you're good. All right, page 210. Page 211, we'll listen to this and then it'll oh, John Bates. We'll be done. It's not that the morning which breaks yonder. I think it be. But we have no great cause to desire the approach of day. You see, yonder's the beginning of the day. But I think we shall never see the end of it. Hmm. Who goes there? Our friend. Under what captain serve you? Under Sir Thomas Erpingham. A good old commander. And the most kind gentleman. I pray you, what thinks he of our estate? Even as men wrecked upon a sand that look to be washed off at the next tide. He has not told his thought to the king. No. Not it is not meet he should. I think the king is but a man as I am. Uh, what did he just do? Yeah, he just gave it away. But also it's the metaphor. The king is what? But a man. The king of the universe also became a man. So thank you, Shakespeare. The violet smells to him as it doth to me. His ceremonies laid by. In his nakedness he appears but a man. Therefore, when he sees reasons of fear, as we do, his fears out of doubt be of the same relish as ours are. 
He may show what outward courage he will, but I believe as cold a night as tis that he could wish himself in Thames up to the neck. And so I would he were, and I'd buy him. Oh. At all adventures, so we were quit here. I think he would not wish himself anywhere but where he is. <laughs> and I would he were here alone. Oh. He thinks I could not die anywhere so contented as in the king's company. <laughs> His cause being just, and his quarrel honourable. <coughs> That's more than we know. Aye, and more than we should seek after. For we know enough if we know we are the king's subject. If his cause be wrong, our obedience to the king wipes the crime of it out of us. Does it? Now, again, I'm stopping a lot, but this is interesting. What have I been having you guys do for the past two weeks? Good king, bad king, good king, bad king. What is Shakespeare's stick right here before the big battle? What are his men doing the night before the big battle? They're debating it. Like, what are we doing here? Is he a good king? And then this other guy's like, well, it doesn't matter. We have to follow him anyway. So our obedience doesn't, it takes our shame off of us. But does it? <laughs> like, they could say no, couldn't they? But then they might get killed. But I think it's interesting. They're actually on stage debating it right there. That's part of why I had us do that this whole time. Is the cause just? Is it right? Does the obedience to the king take away the guilt? Just because you obeyed him doesn't mean, okay, even if it was a wrong thing, that you're okay? Yeah, talk to the people following Hitler. <laughs> Someone mind shutting the door over there? Thank you. cause be not good. The king himself had a heavy reckoning tonight. And all those legs and arms and heads chopped off in a battle to join together at the latter day and cry all. We died at such a place. Some swearing, some crying for a surgeon, some upon their wives left poor behind them, some upon the debts they owe, some upon their children all left. I'm feared that a few die well, that die in a battle. But how can they charitably dispose of anything when blood is their argument? Now, if these men do not die well, it'll be a black matter for the king that led them to it. So the son, that is by his father sent about merchandise to sinfully miscarry upon the sea, the imputation of his wickedness by your rule should be imposed upon the father that sent him. Mm. But this is not so. The king is not bound to answer the particular endings of his soldiers, nor the father of his son, for they purpose not their deaths when they purpose their services. Besides... That's a big deal. What did he basically just say? Hey, don't blame the leader if the leader's bad and you followed him. Whose fault is that? Look what Shakespeare again puts right up on stage. Like, whose responsibility is this? Yeah, isn't it interesting? Although, what's the tension? If they say no, what will happen to them? See, we've got a king with absolute power. But actually, think about it. When is this on stage? 
at the late Renaissance, right? When we're trying to decide if we're going to let go of monarchy and try a different form of government. But imagine being King James sitting there in theater watching this. <laughs> right? Whoo! Go Shakespeare! There's no king, be his cause never so spotless, can try it out with all unspotted soldiers. And there's no perfect king, by the way. Every subject's duty is the king's. But every subject sows his own. All right, don't miss that one. You got to catch it. Page 214. That's a big one. Line 169. Every subject's duty is the king's. But every subject's soul is his own. Yeah, you're accountable to the king, government, whatever. Right? You're accountable to your leadership. But you are accountable to God. For your own decisions right <laughs> it's almost like you're saying hey right yeah it's a good line isn't it <laughs> to be certain every man that dies ill get upon his own head the king is not to answer it i do not desire you should answer for me and yet I determined to fight lustily for him. I myself heard the king say he would not be ransomed. Aye, he sits so to make us fight cheerfully. <laughs> there it is. But when our throats are cut, he may be ransomed and we near the wiser. Ooh. If I live to see it, I'll never trust his word after. You pay him then. <laughs> You'll never trust his word after. <laughs> She's a foolish saying. Your reproof is something too round. I should be angry with you if time were convenient. Let it be a quarrel between us. If you live. <laughs> he friends, you English fools. Be friends with a French cause. Enough. <laughs> what did Henry just get that guy to do? <laughs> Defend Henry. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, yeah, Henry, if he screws us up, I'm not going to trust him afterwards. What? You're not going to trust the king? Seriously, you're not going to trust Fine. He's like, after the after this battle, I'll take you on if you say you're not going to trust the king. So they're all doubting him, and now at the end of this, they're like, "Hey, we got to defend Henry." Nice. Go, Henry! <laughs> Brilliant. All right, here we go. Henry's going to get his big soliloquy. Soliloquy. That's an enemy. He's going to leave it in an enemy. Right. So Act Four. Henry on stage alone. Well, probably with bodies all sleeping around him. Super famous soliloquy. You probably want to get there. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I'm just going to let it roll and let you read it later. It speaks for itself, but it's beautiful. Picture Shakespeare trying to get inside the mind of a king. And here we are. Everybody else is asleep, but the king is up thinking about the battle. I actually love the metaphor because does Christ ever sleep? Does God ever sleep? No. But here's the king saying, you know what? Upon the king, our lives, our souls, our debts, our careful wives, our children, our sins, lay on the king. We must bear all. The dude is 25 <laughs> trying to run a country and take over another one. What is the weight of that like? 
Will any of us ever really know? Probably not. Probably not. So some of you could potentially end up running a country, maybe this one. Whew. <laughs> That's a lot, right? It's a lot. So here we go. Page 216. Act 4, scene 1, line 219. Yeah, he knew. They knew. They're keep. They're protecting it. Upon the king, let us our lives, our souls, our debts, our careful wives, our children, and our sins lay on the king. We must bear all. Oh, hard born with greatness, subject to the breath of every fool. <laughs> All right. Infinite heart's ease must kings neglect that private men enjoy. All right. And what have kings that privates have not to, save ceremony? Hmm. And what art thou, thou idle ceremony? Yeah, what's the difference? What drinks thou oft instead of homage sweet but poisoned flattery? Oh, be sick, great greatness, and did thy ceremony give thee cure? Canst thou, when thou commandst the beggar's knee, command the health of it? Now, thou proud dree, that playest so subtly with a king's repose, I am a king that find thee, and I know. Quick. Tis not the balm, the scepter, and the ball, the sword, the mace, the crown imperial, the intertissued robe of gold and pearl, the facet title running for the king, the throne he sits on, nor the tide of pomp that beats upon the high shore of this world. No, not all these thrice-gorgeous ceremony, not all these laid in bed majestical, can sleep so soundly as the wretched slave who with a body-filled and vacant mind gets him to rest, crammed with distressful bread, never sees horrid night. The child of hell, but like a lackey from the rise to the set, sweats in the eye of Phoebus, and all night sleeps in Elysium. Next day after dawn doth rise and help Hyperion to his horse, and follows so the ever-running year with profitable labour to his grave. <laughs> and... Like, what's the difference between that dude and Henry? Crowns and robes and sort like, ceremony and all thrones. They're both just what? People, men. <laughs> like, but there's all this other stuff. 
Beautiful. Go back and read that again sometime. Here we go. My lord, your nobles, jealous of your absence, seek through the camp to find you. Good old knight. Collect them all together at my tent. I'll be before thee. Okay. Gotta get ready. And what does Shakespeare have Henry do? Oh God of battle, steal <laughs> my soldiers' hearts. Possess them not with fear. Take from them now their sense of reckoning. If the opposed numbers pluck their hearts What's from he them. What's he doing? Not today, oh God, oh not today. Think not upon the fault my father made encompassing the crown. Oh yeah, that. I, Richard's body, <laughs> have interred new, and on it have bestowed more contrite tears than from it issued forced drops of blood. Five hundred poor I have in yearly pay, who twice a day their withered hands hold up toward heaven to pardon blood. And I have built two chantries where the sad and solemn priests sing still for Richard's soul. More will I do. All that I can do is nothing worth, since that my penitence comes after all, imploring pardon. Marley! Marley! My brother Gloucester's voice, I know I errant, I will go with thee, the day my friends and all things stay for me. <sighs> That's a big all-nighter. We ready? It happened. October 25th. How many years ago? They woke up and what? <laughs> What'd they have to do? They have to go to battle. <laughs> like, it happened. <laughs> Steeds for present service, nay. Mount them and make incision in their hides that their hot blood may spin in English eyes. Do but behold yon poor and starved band. And your fair show shall suck away their souls, leaving them but the shale <laughs> of men. There is not work enough for all our hands. What? Why do you stay so long, my lords of France? Yon island carrions. Desperate of their bones, ill-favouredly become the morning field. They have said their prayers, and they stay for death. A very little, little let us do, and all is done. <laughs> then let the trumpet sound, the tucket summons, and the note to mount. For our approach will so much dare the field, that England shall couch down in fear and yield. Wow! Look at that, what little, little let us do, right? Here we go, what are they making? Those are pikes. We'll talk about that in a second. What do we need, though? Come on, what do we need? Well, that is We need speech! his road to view their battle. There it is. Page 226, 227. Of fighting men. They have full three score thousand. Uh oh. That's five to one. Ah! Besides, they are all fresh. Shoot! <laughs> a fearful odds. Yep. Oh, that we now had here. But one ten thousand of those men in England that do no work today. What's he that wishes? There we go. Are you ready for this? 
Just take it in. We got enough time. Here we go. But that guy just said, man, I wish we had more people from England to help us. What? Wait, what? You want more? No, 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 no. We don't want more. Because the fewer that are here, the more, the more crazy it's going to be when we win. That's how he starts his speech. Right? Are we talking? So this is basically you're trying to win state, right, for soccer. And it's two against 11. Right? Now, wait, wait, you're like, well, I wish we had more men. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, watch, watch. If we win with two, we're going to make what? Yeah, we're going to make history, so let's go. Don't, I don't want any more. Right, right here, we got it? And then what? Bring it, right? Like, that's his spin. Because <laughs> it's five to one, you know? What? We need a speech, don't we? Let's get the speech. Here it comes. Ready, set, go. What's he that wishes so? So, my cousin Westmoreland. Oh, my fair cousin. If we are marked to die, we are enough to do our country loss. <laughs> and if to live, the fewer men, the greater share of honor. Nice. God's will, I pray thee, wish not one man more. Brother, proclaim it, Westmoreland, through my host, that he which hath no stomach to this fight, huh? let him depart. Let him leave. <laughs> his passport shall be made, I'll pay and for it. grounds for convoy put into his purse. Yes. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. This day is called the Feast of Crispian. He that outlives this day and comes Boy. safe home will stand at tiptoe when this day is named yeah, and rouse him at the name of Crispian. He that shall see this day and live old age will yearly, on the vigil, feast his neighbors and say, Tomorrow is Saint Crispin's. Then will he strip his sleeve and show his scars and say these wounds I had on Crispin's day. <laughs> Old men forget, yet all shall be forgot, but he'll remember with advantages what feats he did that day. Then shall our names, familiar in their mouths as household words, Harry the King, Bedford and Exeter, Warwick and Talbot, Salisbury and Gloucester, <laughs> be in their flowing cups freshly remembered. This story, Shall a good man teach you What are we doing right now? Crispin, Crispian <laughs> shall never go by from this day to the ending of the world. <laughs> but we in it shall be remembered. We few. We happy few. Yes. We band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. Be he ne'er so vile, this day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England now are bed. Yes. Shall think themselves accursed they were not here. Yeah, I wish they were here. Hold their manhood's cheek, whilst any speaks that fought with us upon St. Crispin's Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. My sovereign lord, 
Bestow yourself with speed! The French are bravely in their battle set and will, with all expedience, march upon us! All things are ready if our minds be so. Punish the man whose mind is backward now. Thou dost not wish more help from England, cuz? God's will, my liege! Would you and I alone, without more help, can fight this royal battle? <laughs> He's like, let's go! <laughs> let's go! God be with you all! Yeah! Oh, oh, oh! Bring it. Once more I come to know, King Harry, and for thy ransom yeah. thou wilt now compound. Do you want to give it up right now? Overthrow. <laughs> Who hath sent thee now? <laughs> the constable of France. I pray thee bear my former answer back. <laughs> Bid them achieve me and then sell my bones. <laughs> God, God! God! Why should they mock poor fellows thus? Let me speak proudly. Tell the constable we are but warriors for the working day. Warriors. Our gainness and our guilt are all besmirched with rainy marching in the painful field. But by the mass, our hearts are in the trim. Harold. Save thou thy labor. Come thou no more for ransom, gentle herald. They shall have none, I swear. But these my joys <laughs> over my dead body. If they have, as I shall leave in them, shall yield them little. <laughs> Look at this. Elder Constable. Did he expect that? I shall, King Harry. King Harry. He took his hat off. And so fare thee well. Thou never shalt hear Harold anymore. <laughs> it's like over my dead body. <laughs> I love this. Look at this. My lord, most humbly on my knee, I beg the leading of the bond. I love that picture. What did York say? York's like, hey, hey, King, King, can I, can I be out front? Can I, can I be in the front? I love that. So great, like, Jesus. And we're like, Jesus, Jesus, can I, can I be in the front, up by you? Can I be right up by there by you, please? Oh, it's so good, isn't it? It's so good. Take it. Brave York. Now, oh, soldiers, march away. And how thou pleasest the God. Dispose the day. <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on. Oh, my gosh. And then chorus. They put chorus in right here. I'm like, what? Get out of the way. Getting an arrow in his back. All right, we ready? Here we go. <laughs> what are those? Yeah, Robin Hood. Lots of arrows. That's gonna be huge. <laughs> Look at Exeter. <laughs> I know. 
What would it take? What would it take to stand in this line with thousands of mounted knights running down a hill towards you? What would it take? Batman right there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I know, right? Come on. Here we go. Yeah, you want the you want the yeoman. Look at it. <laughs> Holy cow. I know. Ah! Ah! Boy! See you guys. That's not a cliffhanger, right? <laughs> no, it's like three seconds up, the shot's up, and it's like coming down, and then the TV shows up, and you're like, a valley. Woo! Have a good weekend, guys. Go win the battle. Yeah, right. Come on. Well, we know what happened. Uh, all right, turn the lights on. That'd be great. Woo! That, that was perfect timing. Look at that. Gotta love that speech. We had like four awesome speeches today. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>